I'm never sure when I should start talking with the music. Hello and welcome to Hey Manda, the podcast on the Merc with Movie Blog Podcast Network where we talk about The Mandalorian, season two this time. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Sean, and I'm joined as always by Wade. Hi, Wade. Hey, um, yeah, and, and it just occurred to me that by by this time, um, me running the music and stuff and the graphics, I it, I should go over that with you and yeah. not just, you know, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah. But hey, dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm stoked to talk about nothing. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> wow. it, it was it, There were some interesting things. Uh, as always, Dean. Hi, Dean. Hi, guys. Hey. Happy to be here. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> and we have a special guest laura kelly hi laura hello i think personally i think timing was perfect i think you nailed it oh, no i have no thank complaints you so <laughs> thank you uh but yes oh, god the mandalorian season two episode two chapter 10 uh the passenger i think was the name of it passenger. Mm-hmm. yeah yes uh i just directed by peyton reed and written by John Favreau. Uh, right off the bat, we'll start with you, Laura. What did you think of the episode? You know, overall thoughts, I think it was, um, I was a little bit frustrated that it was one of the shorter ones. I was kind of hoping that we were going to be pretty consistent with the like 50-ish minute timeframes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this one topped out at 42. Uh, mm-hmm. But that ended up kind of being fine because sort of like the last episode, we didn't move very much forward in the story. Um so we're 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 kind of still stuck in really kind of the same place we started, I guess. I mean, we have some Mandalorian armor packed some way that now the spiders have, you know, like jizzed all over. I guess we'll we'll we won't go full spoilers yet, but I guess that's maybe kind of a spoiler. But they, you know, besides that, like having it, you know, accumulated this extra set of armor. I, I don't we're kind of at the same spot that we were before you know it, and that's a little bit frustrating that we are now what is it one quarter way is it eight episodes every season yeah, we're I, a quarter of the yeah, way through the season again. and we have not moved <laughs> it's not we're not doing oh. much yet um but that's so that's my sort of main frustration overall i really did enjoy the episode there's a lot of components that i liked um i am not an arachnophobe so uh it was it was tolerable for me but honestly i think mm-hmm. that thing needed a it needed a content warning to be honest <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pretty intense uh yeah i echo a lot of your thoughts i i it kind of ended and I, I i had two thoughts when it ended but the first thought i had was it's done uh <laughs> i was like oh okay yeah sure um dean what did you think of the episode um, I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if I about as much as the um the first episode, um, but for different reasons. Um, I think the length was fine. I think to be completely honest, the first episode kind of there was a lot of just long, wide, slow shots, mm-hmm. which you know I get that they want to keep it in the western, but it was quite a lot. And this one just felt really not. It, it felt. I want to say it felt risk but at the same time it felt quite um drawn out because the anxiety of some of the situations mm-hmm. are, are, were really palpable so i really enjoyed that was my um big takeaway which was the horror vibe from this episode it's probably the closest we've gone to horror in star wars in the in the in the live action it's stuff on screen probably. yeah on yeah, screen um you could you could make an argument for Vader's scene at the end of Rogue One. I think is pretty <laughs> it's pretty horror inducing. But uh, Wade, what what did you think? Um, 
overall, it was fine. There were episodes, at least a couple episodes from season one that I like a lot less than this one. Uh, but for me, it was more, there were a few specific moments throughout this episode that just, I really, really, really enjoyed. And most of it has to do with that damn cute baby Yoda that I hate so much, but I love. So, Yeah, this really was baby Yoda's episode. Uh, he got way more screen time than he did last time. Um, Rightfully so. Straight to the actually, in this episode. Yeah. Like, the first line of dialogue is like, where's the child from the... Um, from those guys who um, trap him with the rope, which still works. Yeah. They got speeder bikes and that <laughs> still works. Um, that's fine. But yeah, straight away they let you know that this is going to be a, a Yoda, a baby Yoda heavy episode, which we quite lacked within the, um, in the last episode. We only got reaction shots from him, if anything. Yeah. The... The big thing that I want to talk about non-spoiler, because it kind of frustrated me a little bit. When I when I finished the episode at first, I wasn't super hot on it. I've seen it a second time now. I enjoyed it a lot more the second time. Now that I like, I think I had high expectations after last episode of where the story was going to go, because last episode leaves off at a spot. And uh, this episode doesn't really continue that. So I had very high expectations, but watching it again, I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, the big thing that I saw, because I didn't really see a whole lot of talk about it online, that there might be something else happening that's overshadowing it. Um, but <laughs> there wasn't a whole ton of discussion that I saw online about the episode. But one thing I did see from somebody was somebody was saying, like, uh, leave it to uh, leave it for the most boring episode of Mando to be directed by the most boring director they have with no style <laughs> or whatever. And I was like, I... I I I the, I said that I had two reactions when I finished the episode. My second reaction was when it said directed by Peyton Reed. I went, oh, that makes sense. I felt like this Dang. episode, especially on re rewatch, yeah. feels so much like Ant Man. Like I felt it as well. The kineticism of like the physical stuff yeah. with the action. There is that moment where he um yanks the gun out to hit the two guys yeah. in the head. And a lot of the, comedy. Like, the timing of the comedy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I felt that all over. And I didn't know watching at first who directed it. And I was yeah. finding myself thinking, oh, that was a nice surprise. It totally made sense. Yeah. See, I didn't but, like the first Ant-Man movie. So when I found out it was the same director, I was like, okay, that makes sense for me. Just, uh -huh. uh, it's just, I don't know. There's something about that first Ant-Man movie that I was just like, eh, blah. Love it. Right. Love it. Like love said, the, the little moments, specific moments in this episode, extremely made up for for the overall, I don't know. It wasn't bad. It just was kind of, eh, I don't really? know. It was filler. It, I know a lot of people harp on this whole filler thing. And, and uh, now, yes, okay, there are different levels of fillers, and we can still gain info from fillers, but damn it, this was a filler episode, period. It was. Oh, no. no. And so much of the stuff I, we thought was filler last season turned out not to be filler. That was what made it so good. I will say that when it comes to filler episodes in The Mandalorian, they are, like, very much, they're on a very different level than the filler episodes that we got in animation. And I'm a huge fan of Star yeah. Wars animation. I love the Clone Wars and I love Rebels. And we had some pretty 
uh, dull filler yeah. episodes than those. Yeah. So I mean, this is, you know, the filler episodes that we get in The Mandalorian, they're, I mean, they're so far above, I think, what we ever mm-hmm. got. Like, we're not just focusing on droids um, and, like, you know, side characters aren't brought to the forefront. Like, we're still very much focusing on on Mandalorian, um, on Din Djarin and on the baby, but we're just not, you know, I, I expect express this frustration already. We're just not moving very quickly, um, no. which sort of makes sense because the end objective is to get the baby back to its people. And mm-hmm. we can't get there too quickly because we need the story because this is the most, this is the most delightful star Wars that we can all yeah. agree on that we've gotten in a very long time. Um, so they need to stretch this out and make it last. I think probably I'm guessing they're shooting for like four seasons or something. Um, so, you know, we've, we've got a ways to go and they got to, you know, find a way to space it out, get us there gradually. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'm, I'm the only, thing I'm going to push back about what you just said. I don't accept any criticism of that droid episode from clone wars where they're like, <laughs> because that that's, that's, that's George Lucas's favorite episode. Oh yeah. Is fair the, enough. <laughs> uh, no, that Talking about, like, um, recurring side characters amy sudaris makes a return i didn't think we'd be seeing her back so soon no disrespect but the general consensus seems to be that people don't like that character that much i think i like her i like her not everyone's gonna be a samurai or a soldier you know like you're gonna get like some normal kooky you know fun fun older ladies are hanging out so I like that, you know. With crazy 80s perm hair. I'm a huge yeah. fan of Amy Sedaris, so I'm very I very much welcome any more appearances that we can get by her character, who I refuse so, to learn the name of. I'm just going to keep calling her Amy Sedaris. Yeah, so I have there. no idea. <laughs> I, heard it, I heard it said, and it was funny, but I can't remember what it is. It starts I with a P or something. I'm like, nah, she's Amy Sedaris. It's fine. <laughs> she's fine. Like, her is, a, is an actress or whatever. I mean, it, but just... Uh, there is something that is just cartoonish and over the top about how uh, how she does that, whether it's her choice or the direction that she's getting. And, you know, that's fine. It's, you know, it is what it is. It ain't the worst. I'm not going to bitch about it. But, I mean, come on, man. It just, come on. <laughs> over the top. I, I mean, dude, there was, I, it, it, <laughs> that's something there. And, and I was like, I, I was this close. To pulling my hat off and putting my hat <laughs> but then I was like, no, then everyone will see how fucking bald I'm going. <laughs> I can't do that. But I wanted to. So know that I wanted to just slam my palm onto my forehead. But that's cool, no, man. My biggest vote? issue with the um my biggest issue with the Amy Sidaris stuff was just like the contrivance of the plot of how in the last episode, it's like, oh, I only know one Mandalorian that you can find. And he goes off, doesn't find him, comes back. She's like, oh, I just found out about one more Mandalorian <laughs> that you can go and find. And here's a dude that, or a frog that showed up 10 minutes ago and literally had the next plot piece ready to, to, to give to you on a platter like a video game. I didn't like that as much, but I liked the rest of the episode after. I will uh, say that was the one big issue for me. I've been bothered by how much info he's been giving her. Like he's telling her the whole story, <laughs> everything. She could and turn him out to one. 
Dude, my hope at the end is the twist is she's she an imperial agent. That's she's just, she's just gonna she knows, she knows everything, and she can sink him like that, dude. But that, do, am I the only one that finds that odd that he's so open and willing to just tell this person everything that he only met once? I think no, he man, he's her. a parent. He's warmed. He is very trusting of her. her. But I think that one of the things maybe that motivates that is that he saw how she cared for the child and Mm -hmm. how like she took good care of him. He left the baby in her care and she took good care of him. She followed his instructions to not let the droids work on his ship. Allegedly, she may have without him knowing it's fine. (laughs) He'll never find out. Doesn't matter. But, it, you know, there's a level of trust that's been built there, I think. You can say they've only met once or something, and that's that's fine. But I think that she's earned his trust at this point. I would hate to, for it to turn out that she's an Imperial agent or something. Oh, yeah, but at no. the same time, I think you don't really get Amy Sedaris and waste her. So I, I anticipate we're probably going to be seeing more of her. It's like Cobb Band. Like, you're not going to get to meet the Oliphant probably for one episode. We're probably going to see that character again at some point. I hope so. Because people right. really did like him, even if it's not He's this so season. good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I I know that she's she's a polarizing character, Amy Sedaris, in, in the Mandalorian. Um, but I I am team pro Amy. <laughs> you think yeah, they're gonna I, kill her? No, they won't kill her. No, I, I don't think she's imperial she, or anything. But I yeah, think she's gonna sell him out. You don't think somebody somebody's gonna go to her to get to Mando? And we're yeah, all gonna feel so bad up, about how, what all those things that we said about her these past. It would be. It would make me feel bad. Load of money, space bucks, or whatever you call them, space credits. I don't credits, know. Because yeah. they've got to follow the chatter. They've got to know that that episode and that character is one of the least um, liked elements of the show. And to to go back to back first two episodes of season two with that character, and it, and it was pretty contrived for her to be in this one. It, she didn't need to be there. It was just that whole thing with the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Here's an alien and away you go, but it's hard to say anything else without getting into what might be considered spoilers. Yeah. All I'll say about Amy Sedaris' character, and I think I said this last episode as well, is I wasn't a fan of her last season. I'm not a fan of that episode at all. uh, Like, as a whole, I mean. Um, I think that... I think it's the direction... I think that she's not as cartoonish in these two episodes as she was. I think she's mellowed down a little bit so that she's just on that edge now where it doesn't bother me. Um, Whereas when I watched episode five last season, I was like, it it did bother me a little bit. She was so over the top, but I do think that Filoni episode that it was the Filoni episode. Yeah. The second one, right? The gunslinger. Yeah. 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 I believe so. But I think that's kind of Amy's thing. I mean, she's a character actress, so she tends yeah. to be a little bit over the top in every yeah. role that um, that she does. And she doesn't she doesn't do a lot, but when she does pop up, I think, it, you know, it's always kind of silly, delightful mm-hmm. thing, at least for me, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, I but that's character. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's kind of fun. And I, I agree that they, I think they did tone it down a little bit this season, which I, I mm-hmm. appreciated. I think maybe a lot of people appreciated it. But they're putting her to use in a way that's that I think is kind of on brand for her and yeah. for her work. So if people don't like it, that's to each their own. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of those components where she's there to serve a role and she's there yeah. to bring a little bit of something different, different mood, different vibe. And that's what she's doing. 
yeah. and her role I, brings us to a new side character that we're yes. gonna either let's, hate let's not or talk not too hate. Much. Let's not talk, talk too much about this new side character. Uh, just to 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 top off the Amy Sedaris conversation, um, definitely think we're gonna see her again. But I I made the joke about the Imperial agent thing. I don't. I'm not sure if she's gonna do anything like that. I I think she might just kind of. I don't I don't know if she's gonna sell them out, Wade. <laughs> take the payoff, dude. You know, I mean, think about it, dude. Tatooine—that's a shithole. No offense, Star. You think Wars. they're gonna be like, "We'll upgrade your pit droids <laughs> if you just tell us"? She's gonna be like, "You know what? Just sell them out, dude." I think oh, so. Man, the three little pit droids have to bring her out on a coffin after she dies, and they give her <laughs> dead eye. What? Right there. I also don't think they need to be upgraded. I think they're perfectly good droids. They've done a I good job. Droids. Oh, I was so happy to see them. I love them. I don't think we really see them in this one, but I love those guys. I was happy to see in this episode the uh, the, the droid that's holding the steak when it's getting cooked. Like, isn't that droid in A New Hope on the... Uh on the Jawa or maybe it's even when they're selling. I don't know. I've seen that droid before. And I was like, have you been to galaxy's edge? I haven't. I was supposed to go this summer. That same uh, droid is at galaxy's edge roasting at the Ronto roasters on the, you know, doing the rotisserie, I think at, at galaxy's edge. Um, that was something I read online. I didn't remember it having, I, I went to, I was there at Florida. I, that was the, my, my last trip before the, the pandemic mm-hmm. began <laughs> was Florida in January at Galaxy's Edge. Um, but yeah, I thought he was so cute. I, I tweeted about it earlier, like a pretty like vague way, trying to not be too spoilery. He looks very much like Wally to me. And I he find does. that very appealing just, he just does. in the eyes, you know, that's all, yes. that's really all he is. He's just in eyes on a stick. Um, but I, 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 Thought that that was really cute, and I appreciated his presence in this in this episode. The droid has a name as well. I can't remember what it is, but, it, but I had the subtitles on. It's like Grilzer Tread, or Treadwell. Tread, yes. Treadwell. I knew it was mm-hmm. some silly. It, it was <laughs> endearing. But talking about I, the I, meat, you like that? Can, can we just stay on the meat real quick? <laughs> a second, yeah. um, Amy Harris <laughs> makes a um, she makes a reference of. I like it rare. I'm not a Rodian, a Roydian, or something. <laughs> and I was wondering if that was a reference to, or, or what what kind of race that was, or if that tied into anything. That, that's Greedo, right? I, I Is don't it know. Kind of Rodian? Yeah. Hmm. So I, I guess Greedo like chewy meat. I guess, guess the reptile-ish, right? So maybe they don't. Maybe they eat raw meat. Hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I think know. she was saying, "Don't overcook it," like a. A Roy Rodian, so they they must like it overcooked. Yeah, she uh, likes her meat medium rare, apparently. But I, I you know what? However, they like. I do, and I did enjoy uh, my second rewatch a little bit more. I was kind of in the same boat, I think, as you, Sean. And I, mm-hmm. I remember watching that opening scene where we still see Mando. He's still on Tatooine, and uh, you know, right where we picks up right where we left off in the last episode, and you know, we see this sort of hijinks ensue where, you know, these new characters try to stop him. I did wonder if those characters were some sort of connection to Boba Fett from the previous in that they were trying to hunt him down in order to get the armor back to return it to Boba Fett, but that wasn't made clear. It wasn't really clear what their motivations were, but that the one character that was left standing really didn't seem all that motivated 
to get the armor back, or I guess, no. I guess that was more of the motivation to get the armor back more so than the child. I think we were supposed to think, oh, they're after the child, but then he hands over the child pretty quickly when he yeah. can get a jet pack. Like, I would think that that would have, you know, if they had a real bounty out on the child, I would think that would be more valuable, but maybe I'm wrong. I thought that was an unusual sort of thing. And I, I do wonder what their motivations were, what they were really after. Yeah, I'll, I'll get what you're saying. Either it's a story inconsistency or there's more to the motivation of the, the I, little dude. I think he just realized he was about to die and was like, you know what? I'm not getting paid enough. This dude is way stronger than we thought he was. Take the kid. I'll take the jetpack. I'm out of here. I, if you just escaped I, with a jetpack, wouldn't you not put it on and jetpack away? Wouldn't it help him? <laughs> well, you would have thought like, hey, can I get a quick lesson really quick? Yeah. Like, how do I control this? I see you Training have a wrist montage. Yeah. Can, I have, can I have the wrist thing that controls it? I would, you know, yeah. but maybe, I guess not. <laughs> we no. didn't have time for that. It had to be 42 minutes and not a minute more. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, let's go to break and then we, because I think we're all itching to talk about uh, spoiler, spoiler stuff. So let's go to break. We're going to play the Merc with Movie Blog ads. And when we come back, we will go full spoilers on this episode. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everybody, I'm Sean. You guys might know me on this feed from co-hosting Beyond the Screen, but now here at Merc with the Movie Blog, we have started a brand new show exclusively for video games called Game Over Screen. So join me every week with my co-hosts. Hey, how's it going? My name's Brendan. And I'm Tyler. As we talk about everything video game related and when we, I guess, get to the Game Over Screen. I don't know. I don't have a good pun for that, but the joke is that we're going to die a lot in that game. <laughs> well, you might. Hey, Jay Wade here to tell you about SEN Afterlife, our SEN Live After Show, where we talk about, well, whatever Christian, Brett, and the rest of the crew talk about, and the insanity that ensues. So join us each week here on Merc with the Movie Blog feed on your podcasting platforms, as well as YouTube now on the SEN Afterlife channel. Talk to you then. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, The Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. We are back. Listen to all of Ooh. those shows. They're great. Um, spoilers, 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 spoilers. I have to eat crow at the beginning. 
Because I said something last episode that was totally wrong. Um, I was half right. I said we were going to start this next episode on Tatooine, that we weren't just going to jump to a new place like we had been kind of last season. I was totally wrong because I said we were going to wrap up the Boba Fett stuff in episode two. I was like, we're going to get it done at the beginning because there's there's so much more Mandalorian stuff and we have to deal with possibly Ahsoka stuff. There's, there's just so much to happen in this season. We're going to get the Boba Fett stuff out of the way and maybe he'll come back later. Didn't see the dude once in the entire episode. <laughs> no, nope, um, you got to do the Amy Shadaris arc first. I, 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 I thought at the end he was the one saving them, but it just turned out to be oh, Dave Filoni. Um, I was like the that blasters. Was Filoni, I was like, oh, yeah. here it is. It's Boba Fett. We're finally. He's gonna be like, I want my armor back or something, you know. And I don't know. And but oh, I was like, oh, here he is. And then it's, <laughs> yeah it's the it's the x-wings and i'm like all right i it makes sense it makes more sense than what i thought was going to happen it tracks more lo- logically but uh yeah did, did was anybody else a little disappointed at the lack of boba fett stuff this episode i don't know i, was, no. I don't i don't no. mind any lack of boba fett anywhere so oh, oh <laughs> I, hang on i i'm with you oh. i don't i don't i don't like boba fett um I liked him, like I, I told them last episode, the first time I really ever liked Boba Fett was that last shot of him last episode. I was like, ooh, this guy looks kind of cool. Um, I just kind of want him to get out of the way. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to keep thinking in the back of my head, when is Boba Fett going to come back? I want to be like, all right, let's deal with Boba Fett, get him out of the way, and move on to, like, the Mandalorian stuff. But, um, Wade, well, I know you're a big Boba Fett fan. Dude. The Mandalorian is Boba Fett, and the oh sooner you guys God. all realize that, the better off you'll be. Um, dude, yeah, this shit was awesome, dude. It, but we all, I, I don't, well, I, I think Dean did too, but I, I know I ended up agreeing with you that they would wrap up the Boba Fett. Hell, I remember me saying it way off that that Mandalorian would end up getting along with Boba Fett and giving him his armor back. So yeah. I mean, I was way off. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I, it really, this is one where it depends on how they end up using Boba in the series in the future. Um, I was kind of thinking they'd maybe at least wrap him up for this season, uh, and then maybe bring him in one more time at the end of the last episode. Um, but I mean, I don't know. They've obviously got something in store for him. So, uh, but I, yes, I love Boba Fett, dude. I mean, I I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater when I was like four or five years old, dude. That was the best thing of that for me, that jetpack <laughs> shit. And I was so sad and disappointed when he went into the Sarlacc pit. I thought he was dead. And it was terrible, man. It was, it was devastating for my childhood. It, 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 it's, it's third uh, underneath, underneath Jaws and, uh, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, the bathroom scene, why I won't take baths anymore. We won't even bring up Bambi making me fucking cry and ruining my entire childhood and into my oh, adult. But, uh, uh, I'm but sorry. Did you take it out Bambi with that rock hill. Oh, see, okay. <laughs> That's horrifying. That cool. But no, the, the point is, yes, I'm a huge Boba Fett fan. So personally, I, I could do with more Boba Fett, but really this is not his show. So... They need to figure something out with with either to wrap him up or send him on his way on his own show. Something. Oh, I, I saw like that rumor way. I'm hoping not. 
I no, like I'm it not. they spread him out because this this isn't called the Mandalorians. You know, it's not a buddy cop yeah. show. And I know that Boba yeah. Fett's not Dude, a Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fine for the one episode in, you know, even though it wasn't him, it was Jonathan. But, you know, it, it did seem a little bit too, you know, playing with my action figures. So I don't want to see him. I like him. You know, the reason that Boba Fett has all this legend is because we've barely had a chance to see him. So let's just sprinkle him in and then pay it off, whether that be halfway through the season or at the end of the season. I assume it's going to be the end of the close to the end of the season. You don't bring in Boba Fett to anything in canon for the first time in this long, just for like two episodes. He's probably going to be a pretty crucial part of the story, I would imagine. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not sure if I uh, I like what you're selling me, Dean, but you know, I, I think a lot of people do. Oh, um, man. I did I did see that uh that rumor, I think it came out yesterday or whatever, that there there's gonna be a Boba Fett mini series in production. And I, I saw that and I was like, You just introduced Cobb Vanth. Like I I'd yeah. much rather watch Cobb Vanth for like six episodes than Boba Fett. But I digress, that's not this episode. Um We talked eggs. about filler. We talked about the eggs yet. Yes. <laughs> you know what? We'll talk about the eggs. Um Baby Yoda, what's the what's the morality of Baby Yoda eating the <laughs> eggs of another species? Like like little little babies. Like is that is that wrong? I don't. Oh, there were enough of them in that thing. <laughs> they could spare a few. By the end, I... there's like three left. <laughs> Wait, I, listen, I'm... we got two burps out of Baby Yoda in this episode, and I would take more of that at the cost of the frog eggs. Just that saying. Twins. That could have been the frog Luke and Leia. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. They could He's have saved the galaxy so from they the final order. They could have saved order. the galaxy from oh, Frog oh. Vader. <laughs> Uh, no but it was really nice to get a lot more baby yoda screen time in this episode Mm -hmm. he was very much pushed to the side in episode one of this season so we got a lot more uh cooing and a lot more just you know shots to him we had i think the two different instances of him running yes scurrying over which i was just dying i loved it and when mando was like Mando's like nap time, and then he puts him in his little little yeah. little little hammock thing. Hammock, and yeah. Then, now yeah. that was, it's I a- think, the first time that we've seen the Mando like Dinjarin actually like go to sleep in something yeah. that wasn't you know his cockpit seat. So I thought that that yeah. was really interesting. I didn't realize that that was his bed too. You know, I, I feel like that. that. I thought that that was just for for Baby Yoda in his zone. But that I just that was so cute. It was so great. I loved it so much. All of his armor on, like just I'm yeah. just sleep like this. You think he has cushions inside the helmet? God, I hope so. <laughs> I need to know what the like antimicrobial situation is. He walked through the desert after mm. he lost the speeder with all of his gear, with that giant thing of meat, and with the baby. And I don't understand how he walked into that bar and nobody was like... <laughs> Do you guys smell that? Like, does it smell like sweat and armor to you? Does it smell like Greek dragon guts? <laughs> something like that to a Mandalorian. That's true. I wouldn't say him. <laughs> hey, Very do you true. smell? Don't don't say shit. Shut yep. up. Let it also, go. Don't let it go. 
Yeah, don't die over a smell. <laughs> um, but he must have been so hot and he didn't complain. We didn't hear him say anything. He didn't even get to Amy and be like, can I have something to drink and I'll just step yeah. outside where no one yeah. can see me? Like, I, I don't understand how he wasn't like Finn in The Force Awakens where he's like, water, yeah. I need water. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really, really, I, I think he's probably got an AC unit in there. Um, <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> It's like the blow up uh, dinosaur costumes exactly. where they have the air pump. Yeah. I, exactly. I bet it's like that. Um, I, I really want to see more in star Wars of how people live on the starships because that's like, like star Wars is really inconsistent about how long it takes us to get places. Like sometimes it, and, and I get why, like, but I would almost appreciate a scene in a movie sometime where they're like, all right, we're in hyperspace. It's going to take us a day. So like, I'm going to go to sleep. I, I want to see what people like what living on a, a starship is like when you're flying somewhere. So I did really appreciate when he fucking stuffed himself in that <laughs> little cubby and, and shut the door. Yeah. I feel like we have like more space devoted to the bathroom than he does to like yeah. his own sleeping space, <laughs> which, which by the way, yes, he called the privy, which I was like, oh, that's, that's, a, canon that's a new star Wars time. term. That's a new yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that the um, first episode of season one was the first time we even had a bathroom referenced, I think. Yeah, we start. I'm pretty sure. But now sure. we've actually got a sure. name for it as well. Mm -hmm. In the animation, it's, I think it's always been fresher or refresher. Yeah. So that yeah. was, yeah, Privy was a new one. That was uh, that was funny. It was one of those little details that doesn't matter, but I still really, I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I loved that. Um I also have to eat crow. I've got to eat a lot of crow because I was really wrong about a lot of things. When we were watching the uh, the trailer, Wade, and I was like, that's Ilum. He's going to go to Ilum. It looks like Ilum. That was not Ilum. <laughs> that, was a, that was a random. I, I kind of, upon watching, had a problem with that where it just was all really convenient of like he wakes up the x-wings are there and he just so happens to be at the perfect place where he can go right. hide like i was like mm, it's a little convenient that you just flew straight down into a planet when you're like like the whole thing was that you wouldn't be able to get anywhere you were like just flying through empty space for a while um but on second watch it didn't bother me i was like let it go sean it doesn't matter well it was um, kind of funny that these new republic cops that are patrolling the rim like spent clearly a a lot of time trying to find the razor crest that crashed on whatever this unnamed planet is i mean like they left him we had a whole 30 minutes of story and then they come yeah. back at the end and it just was like oh, god you guys are like obsessed much like geez. yeah <laughs> well, you know what it makes sense i just because i just want to bring up this picture it makes sense because we did get the return i don't know what his character's name is i think it's wolf, wolf. trapper wolf um but we got the return of Dave Filoni as a X-Wing pilot this episode. As soon um, as he spoke, I knew it was him. And I was so delighted to have him back. It was really smart that they had the other guy talk first. And then just a little, like like one quick line from, from Dave. Yeah. So that, because I didn't notice it at first. It was it was like garbled enough with the effects and stuff. That I was like, yeah, that voice sounds familiar. <laughs> I, I think that's why, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that the same dude that like tracked the original beacon from the prison ship is the one that found Mando. I think he was looking for him. I think he was looking for the Mandalorian. Um, I don't know why I'm coming. You think Trapper Wolf is going to end up being like, he's going to be the big story. He is. I think, I think Dave Filoni is going to switch over to being an actor. 
Um, and he's going to uh, be the, the big bad of the... I don't no. need that. I need Dave Filoni to stay on like writing Star Wars and being that person because he's so yes. good at it. And I trust him with everything that he does. So I that's... I'm not here for Dave Filoni no, acting no. at all. I'm here for an occasional Dave Filoni uh, cameo yes. now and then, which I do appreciate very much. Yes. Going back Dave to the, like, um, fucking rebel show. To the Anyways, yeah, go ahead, Dean. Going back to the ship flying in space, and and they say that he has to, he's not, he can't fly in hyperspace. They has to go to, what do they call mm -hmm. it, like subspace. He's, like, how much canon reference is there for that, and and how long that and how that travel works? I thought that was kind of weird. We're going back to like the, the the distance and the time and the consistency with that. I was just like, so he, he can just float to another system, or yeah, I guess if it's close enough. That's so they say. I like, yeah. assume you couldn't do that to Coruscant from Tatooine, you know. <laughs> but like, yeah. like it might take and, years to do that trip. Yeah. But I think yeah. when they when they were talking about how it's just one system over or one sector over. I mean, does that take a couple of weeks, a couple of days? Couldn't tell you. Does it mean you can't go hyperspace when you're pregnant? Because I mean, that was the issue with they didn't want to break the eggs. I don't know. Is there certain things you can and can't do in and out of? I don't know. It's just a weird thing that lingered on my mind just from a... Given the know, variety of reference books well, that we have from Star Wars, I imagine we'll get yes. one of what to expect when you're expecting in Star Wars <laughs> at some point. I'm sure Pablo Hidalgo is Rogue working Bun. on that right now. He's hard at work. <laughs> hard at work on that. Just for you, Dean. Um, Concerning that, let me ask this, because I, I can't recall. When uh, in Revenge of the Sith, when Padme went to Mustafar, did we see her use light speed because she was pregnant? Uh, she must have. That would have been a long trip. So I mean, that from might be that trip, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I think it mostly had to do with the way the eggs were exposed. Yeah, you know, yeah. they were kind of no, in that I, contained I thing. That, just, yeah. It seemed like a um, weird plot device. Well, yeah, and we were talking about filler earlier. I don't think the first half of the episode is filler. The first half no, of the I, episode seemed pretty, or like right, right. important. As soon as the ship crashed, I was like, this seems like the kind of thing you write in. Okay, well, we can't have him just get to the objective. Let's have him crash and fight a spider dude. I'm totally yeah. cool with that because the spider dude, the spider enemies, I don't know what they're called, but they were awesome. Uh, they looked horrifying. I like the design but, with the little yes, mouth. Yes. Um, it was big. But it definitely <laughs> felt like... like we need to slow him down a bit. So let's just have something happen. Um, which it, 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 it bothered me at first, the first time through. Cause again, I was like, I'm ready to keep going with the story. But upon second watch, I was like, enjoy it. Enjoy it, Sean. Just sit back. Enjoy and it. Enjoy it. Definitely. Um, we get a lot I, of big spiders and stuff, but we've never had big Star Wars spiders. No. Right. And all that was, Oh God. It's just, it felt so Peyton Reed. With like the big spiders, it reminded me of Ant Man whenever they're like really tiny and you see the giant yeah, the tunnel and stuff. shots and stuff. Yeah, yeah. we did get um, very similar creatures in Star Wars Rebels um, to the point yes. where many people thought that they were the same creatures. As as it turns okay. out, they're not. Oh, we don't know they the name of this. I don't count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they Hang do on. for me, one hundred percent. I know, I, I know. So I haven't seen any of the animated Rebels series. is so good. It's so good. <laughs> The great thing about Rebels now is that 
Well, there's only like two of those. The great thing about Rebels that now is that people are going, now that people have Disney Plus and have easy access to it, there's so many new Rebels fans popping up going, you know, mm -hmm. going through and binging the series, which I very much love and highly recommend. Um, yes. But yeah, in terms of, in terms of the spiders, it was really cool design. I think they pulled this from some original Ralph McQuarrie art. Um, mm -hmm. Those spiders that we saw in the episode today actually looked a lot more like that than the ones in Rebels did. Um, so that was that was a fun poll that we actually got to see. You know, we can see you know the pieces of the puzzle and where things are coming from, which makes you know it's an extra added fun component for diehard fans like me and for us. Yes. Speaking of the concept art, I love how every episode ends with uh, the oh, montage yeah. of the Likewise. art. It's so good. Oh. Um, um, may I yeah. say something real quick? About, I, I only have two things that I want to say about the entire cave and spider scene i only have two things to say about it which should be shocking because i've all got all <laughs> everything. um one the mandalorian didn't seem to be gentleman like when he walks in on the female species naked in the pool he seemed pretty comfortable with just walking up there like like hey, what's up, girl you know putting his hand in the water and shit okay and then but the biggest thing that i enjoyed so much is guys we got a Star Wars alien Harry Potter crossover in this episode, and it was glorious. So good. It was Aragog. Wasn't that his name in Harry Potter, the spider, isn't it? Oh, it was indeed. We had Mama Spider and Daddy Spider, I think, oh, uh, in this yes. episode. Of, yeah. We had two big ones. I Myrtle to come out of that hot tub, you know? <laughs> No, I have to. I have to have a counterpoint, uh, J Wade, because we had, you know, Mandalorian. The Mandalorian may have been very comfortable going in, you know, and invading her space a little bit. Hello, Joey. Nice to see you. Um, I want, but I have to say, you know, she was the one who had the balls to go like leave the current situation, which was pretty dangerous, actually. The fact that they'd crash land on a ship and go treat herself to a spa day. Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> what are we what doing? I was say. This is so a crisis. What are you doing? <laughs> left, and I'm thinking, oh, great, she's found like something that's going to be really useful to the plot or some kind of safe space <laughs> or something. And then he slapped her down and she's in a hot tub. She's not. <laughs> So you took your kids into a spider cave so you could have a jacuzzi. Yeah. One other real quick thing about that. I brought this up before we started, but did anyone else notice how, uh, in speaking of the frog lady, that he at one point he tells her straight up, I don't understand whatever language you're speaking. Then when they're at the pool, he's like, I know it's warm. So how so does he not understand her or does he understand her? He no one is that quick of a learner. I think I he think was, was just like Yeah, I think it was just context clues for right. the situation. I did when notice he, um, that the second time that I watched the episode though. You're, it's a good point. Because he's like, Hey, frog lady. <laughs> he's like, hey, frog lady, I don't We all frog, need that right now. He's like, a slug in a hut must be similar to a frog, I guess. So he thinks that if she's a frog, she might speak Huttese. I think Huttese is like just really common. I think it's just a really common language. Yeah, especially no, or is like, it because they're invertebrates and it's invertebracism? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I'm, it might Good be. The, Mandalor the, the Mandalorians have never been known to be very accepting of outsiders. <laughs> um, uh, With or without yeah, spines. I, I just, 
<laughs> sorry, guys. I'm, I'm sorry. I do not like this character. I just like. So character. cool. What do you mean? I love the design. I love. I, just, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I sick. lost it. Okay. Okay. In, in in the like again. I'm not. I'm not like this. Isn't a make or break thing for me. But I'm just kind of. I'm over like the kitty characters, and that's all this oh, one. No. It was a no, kid. It was so cool, Wade. Frog he lady. Oh, Full of babies. Yes. Which, which, okay. A well, woman about her, no responsibilities about yeah. herself. <laughs> Nothing more mature than that. Wade. <laughs> Wade. Hold on. I have a legit question here. I have a legit ahead, question. Go ahead. Yes. How did she not get pissed off that the baby kept eating her eggs? I don't think she noticed. How did yeah. she notice? Yeah, no, I don't think I she mean, noticed. He, was, I don't know. he made it a point to fix this droid so that he could understand her, so she could explain that, like, this is it. Their line is gone after this. She so by the way, stop eating them. They're from the start. Stop eating my kids. Um, yeah, why wasn't she mad? I don't understand. Clearly, counting is not uh, high on her list of priorities. No. Yeah, counting was not, not a lesson that was taught. That no. jar at the end is so empty compared to when you first see it at the beginning. I counted. There's like yeah. four left. And and, <laughs> and she does pretty the- like protectively put an arm around it when baby Yoda turns back to look oh, at yeah. it at the end. She's like, no more. None of no he, more of my kids. Last one, he's like, Yeah, you nobody seen <laughs> Oh man, that little fucking is so cute. Can we talk about how when they took a nap, he like cuddled up next to the Mandalorian, he like got it. Oh. Um, but I listen. When, when, when they're running from the spiders, and and she's like, running's not enough anymore, and she starts to hop like a frog to get away. I love. I thought I loved it. I loved it so much. I think, I think, uh, I I think that the way she moves, like the anime, because it it looked a little. It wasn't a puppet, completely at least. You could tell looking at it. Um, oh yeah, the same. I think the same actress that played Quill, um, that pl- that did the actual like body work okay, yeah. for Quill, was what she returned and played this character oh, as well. Yeah, cool. I definitely noticed. To a lady. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what the subtitles call her. Is frog they call lady? Her frog lady. <laughs> yeah, and she speaks and- in frog. Yeah, I will say that bothered me a little bit. I, I Star Wars always bothers me a little bit whenever they like say something super real world. Like when he's just like, "I don't speak frog," I'm right. like, "You couldn't have called it like I don't speak froggies or I don't speak spider frog." Like some, like some, you know, just it's just it's just frog. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's not a huge deal, but I. But we can't just make up the name of a language in Star Wars. Come on. Yeah, we can't just create a whole culture just for this one race of frogs <laughs> in this one episode of Star Wars. Are you kidding me? I yes, hope they we can see. and they will. <laughs> yeah. I want a whole series about this frog lady. I want to know her entire life story. And she's frog not done. We'll Coming see her. Soon. I hope not, dude. I hope he drops her off and we never <laughs> off see screen. Her. No, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and guess that we've seen in the trailer that like barge Kermit. Kermit, <laughs> no. Kermit's from a different part of Frogland. That's not cool. That's not cool. 
we did see in one of the trailers that they're on that like barge thing, so I assume that'll have to do. And I think in that trailer, he's carrying the container with the eggs because I know a lot of people were pointing at that and were like, "What is that?" But um, I think we're gonna see more of her because like. How does she know about Mandalorian? Like, like, but why are we? There's got to be more to characters, her. dude. We st- we still have characters that we from last season that we know are going to appear this season. So why do we just keep adding these random characters? I think that was the complaint that I had about the rise of Skywalker. I had that same thing. I'm like, there's a lot of loose ends we got to tie up. Why are we adding all these new people? Doesn't matter. Yeah, Their story doesn't I mean, matter. Yeah. Same as in the last Jedi, they should have used Lando, but the What's her name? Holdo instead. It's like that would have made sense to just have Lando fill that role. Yep. Oh God, we can't get on the last Jedi. We won't yeah. stop. We won't yeah. stop. Wade and I will have a fist fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah, I just liked the way the frog lady moved. I don't know. It looked really cool. I really love the frog lady. I want to see more of the frog lady. I want to like see the way an animated. <laughs> Well, I have a feeling that this this next episode is going to pick up exactly where we left off, yeah. just like this last one did. So I have a feeling we're going to, I'm hoping that we'll see the sort of conclusion of her story, but you never know with Star Wars. Like they plant these little Easter eggs and you never know when they're going to pick them up again. So That's true. maybe we'll revisit Mando in episode four. Maybe it won't come back until season three. I mean, who, at this point, who knows? Yeah. Um, but, you know, at this point they've, they've put it out there. So inevitably it'll, it'll come up again. I want to go back to that forest from episode four. I know, Wade. I know you don't have to. The forest planet. You don't have to say it, Wade. I want to go back there. I want to see all those people again. Um, oh, the Clara uh, Dune people, we said. I think that we will end up back there again. I have a feeling that that love interest tie- thread is going to pick up at some point again, or there's going to be some <laughs> temptation there again. I'm looking at Wade. Um, <laughs> and I just, I loved Dr. Mandible. Also, it felt so Peyton Reed. It's literally a, a bug. It like, it's literally a bug person. Yeah, the giant ant. I thought it I would. loved him. <laughs> I <laughs> love, not, I love. Yeah, sorry, Mandible, go ahead, Mandible, a new character, or is that, is that a reference to somebody? I think it's a is new that, character. Well, that, I thought that, I recognized the name was, Mandible. It was, it was totally an MCU reference. <laughs> Yeah, well, it literally looked just, like the same mo- model, didn't it? The ant, the big ant yeah. from the second Ant Man movie. It looked like the same damn thing. I just, I love seeing weird stuff in Star Wars. I love it when Star Wars gets kind of weird. The comics do a lot of that. Um, uh, what's the name of the rabbit in the comics that Kevin Scott keeps bringing back? Jaxo. I love Jaxo. Um, so when I saw it, because an ant sitting oh, at the bar, like this is. This is the weirdest live action Star Wars thing we've ever seen, barring the holiday special. Like, <laughs> like it's oh. this is a weird episode, and I, I, I think that's what I appreciate about it. While I wish that it had continued the yeah. um, the story more, I, I think the best comparison to make, not to continue to rag on episode five of last season, but I will always prefer a diversion from the plot for something very new and weird than to just revisit Tatooine and have Hey Mando sitting at the same spot that Han Solo did. Like, Dude, holy this is my- <laughs> For real, Laura, let me ask you. Fuck, do they get away with putting that, 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 that third off fucking impressionist <laughs> in Han Solo's seat, dude? And he's sitting there like, he's kicked back like, 
fucking kicking it like the man himself. <laughs> I don't understand, dude. How? I knew that would set weight off. Oh, what are your thoughts on that, Laura? How do you really feel about it? <laughs> dude, I'm toning it down for the show now, too. Yeah, <laughs> you, you about them sitting in their chair. You can't even sit in yours. <laughs> We've had some distance from it. You think you would have like let it go a little bit, but man, that's it's you know it's one of those things where I think I don't think we're obviously we're not going to see that character again. There wouldn't you know I think he died, didn't he? I don't remember because it didn't it didn't matter. That whole episode was a total diversion that we're not going to come back to. I don't think. No. Um, but it, yeah, I do think I get a lot of. Um, I, I think it's very funny like seeing people react to this character on Twitter. Um, I really didn't him as much i guess as some people did and there is a lot of hate out there for him but i have enjoyed reading about it because it is very funny to me <laughs> i don't i don't like him but i do love that steel steel war steel saunders i love that he loves toro i love that he loves like i just want to see people love star wars so even if i don't like it as long as somebody gravitates to a character and latches onto it and makes it their identity um like veer's watch on twitter is great oh but, yeah <laughs> yeah i i just i i love i love uh uh, I love when people really latch on to the kind of weirder characters. But yes, while this episode, I do think probably a lot of the stuff from the cave is not going to ever come back. Um, I'm glad that it was weird and new instead of let's go ride through the desert of Tatooine for the 2000th time. Um, yeah, I, I really needed a break from those wide shots. I, I needed a break <laughs> from those wide sunsets. We needed a change in color palette too. You know, yes. we changed yeah, exactly. a different a different client or a different climate, a different biome, and a different yeah. setting altogether. And that was sort of a nice break, um, because I, obviously we are going to make a routine or a return to Tatooine at some point. Um, but this episode I'll had never a lot escape of. It. I know, right? We really can't. You know, and um, honestly, I'm I'm one of the people that always complains. Like, I don't want to see any more desert planets. I'm sick of this. I get mm. what you're trying to do. I get the point that you're trying to make with the desert setting. I'm over it. Let's do. I've seen a new new hope. Yeah, exactly. And I've seen the Force Awakens, yeah, and I've seen yeah. Geonosis, and I'm I, I'm good. So thank yeah. you. Um, but I did enjoy of all the Tatooine stuff we've had to deal with. Um, you know, as, as Star Wars fans, I did enjoy episode one of season two. Yes, I loved overall. it. That was some I of the better Tatooine stuff that we've had mm. in recent, or desert stuff we've had in recent I'm years. Back. You assume yeah, that we're going back to, um, because I didn't watch the trailer for the um, for the series, so I, I haven't seen any of the clips. But is it oh. a, like a, a watery planet that we're going to, presumably with the frogs? Oh, you know what? I didn't make yeah. that connection, but yeah, I, yeah. I assume at some point because it looks like he is, he's on yeah. a ship of some sort. And I'm pretty sure in the trailer, that's where we see Sasha Banks. Yes. So I would guess we maybe see her next episode and figure out what she is. Um, I'll be curious to go know. back and watch the trailer and see if we can spot the frog lady somewhere. Cause I wouldn't have been on the that lookout be for it at all. No. And I wonder if you can see her maybe on the boat walking around in the background yeah. or something, or, you know, yeah. at one point we Look see somebody carrying, <laughs> there is somebody in the trailer carrying something on their back that looks like that yeah. tank. And now I wonder if that's her. I think Mando has it at one point in the trailer as well. Oh, really? That'll, I yeah, see, that's, it. It's definitely worth revisiting, I think. Yeah. Um, but this episode, I think, brought it brought a lot to the table. We had a reference back to Lieutenant da Davin, Davin, uh, who was uh, played yes. by Matt Lanter in the last mm -hmm. in the last season, um, which that was a fun little 
that was a fun little thing to see him. Yes, um, so interesting, you know, to make a reference to him. I actually questioned it. I was like, oh, is that Matt Lanter in the last episode? And then went back and researched and found out it was. Nice to get Dave Filoni back. Um, I think that one of my biggest complaints about the season so far is that besides Amy Sedaris, we haven't had a woman speak any lines that more than one line. Like I think there's maybe one side character that has a line or something in episode one. And I don't count the frog lady because she's voiced by (laughs) D Bradley Baker. So she's voiced by a man and she doesn't speak English or anything that we can understand at any point. So I could use a little bit more female representation in this series, but that was my complaint last season as well. Um, So it looks like we're kind of on the same road. I wish we could, you know, we could expand it a little bit. Hopefully Sasha Banks is cool. Um, uh, yeah, we don't uh, know who she's playing officially, do we? We do not. Gotta be. Gotta There's be. no way. There's no think. way. I don't. I don't understand how people are still making this argument. There's just no I, way. I don't follow that stuff. I just hear the name Sabine a lot, and I think, oh, that sounds cool. What's your take on it, Laura? Why I mean, don't- Sab- Sabine is coded as being Asian in Star Wars Rebels. Her entire family they made the effort to cast all mm-hmm. Asian actors to play her mom, her dad, her brother in Star Wars Rebels. I don't think they would be backtracking on that now and hire an actress that's half black to play her. Um, I, I just, I hate that sort of connotation that like people of color are just all interchangeable. I, it, I just wish that they would, I really hope that that's not what the, what the plan no, is. I don't I think it is. I think it would be really unusual to see Sabine wearing all black like that for whatever reason, mm-hmm. where Sabine is very much known for being very colorful um, in her, with her hair and with her outfits. So that, that's my, I'll be pretty upset if, and I think a lot of people would be pretty yeah. upset if that ends yeah. up being the case. Yeah, it is really exciting of- that, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, there's not been a lot of diversity across both the um, these first two episodes in this series, so I would assume that that's something that we'll we'll see a, a, a bigger range of actors and actresses and you know people moving forward. I think we're going to see Carl Weathers come back. As yes, well. and I and I almost question if we're going to see them in the next episode. I bet we're another episode away from that. Yeah, um, that scene least... that we have in the trailer of Gina Carano and Carl Weathers walking together. I think we're. I, I would be surprised if we end up seeing them in the next episode. But who knows? You might be right. It might be that planet from episode five. It might be. Is that the one with the Gina Carano? Uh, that was episode four, Sanctuary. Episode four, yeah. Sanctuary. You said yeah. maybe that planet? No? I didn't make I... that connection, but I would be I would be open to going back there. I, I was I liked episode four of last season. You know, when, with everything going on, I almost wonder if we don't see Carl Weathers and uh, Gina Carano again until the end of the season. That like would be if... interesting. Do we know what episode Carl Weathers is directing? We know Ooh, he's directing... That's a good question. I would be willing to bet that we're going to get more grief carga content in that episode. Yes. I would think that Carl Weathers would probably be inclined to put his character in the episode more, but I, I don't, that's, probably, that's an assumption. Yeah. I think it would likely be like a mid, it's, it, it, for some reason, my gut tells me that it would make sense to have the Carl Weathers episode kind of be like a mid to late, you know, moving into the third act kind of part of the um, story. Joey brought up a good point in the in the comments that they did a good job casting a deaf actor as a Tuscan Raider. Uh, yeah, I believe they did amazing. that in season. That was in season one. I don't know. I don't think they brought that actor back for season two. But I wonder if maybe they brought other deaf actors into play. Um, I didn't actually dive too yeah. deep into IMDb to find out for sure. But no, it seems yeah. to be that they carried on using the same. You know, they kept that consistent with the sign language. 
Yes. Um, so I was really, that was really cool to read about. And just the sound people in general, you know, l- loving those guys this season. Yeah, it's been really interesting been getting crazy. to see the sand people have a, they get a little bit compassion uh, devoted to them in in this show, which has been really yeah. interesting to see. I, well, I love this idea that the Mandalorian has spent enough time on Tatooine to have yeah. learned the language, to have learned the sign language, and to have built a rapport um, with these with the species in the past that we've only known as being, you know, pretty evil and to be raiders. And, you know, yeah. it's definitely a different side of it, which I appreciate. I mean, the, we showed the compassion, uh, but they still got slaughtered. Big yes. number. Yes. <laughs> they still kidnapped Shmi and like held her for captive for a month. So, you know, yeah. And they still didn't lose as many as they did to this dragon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. Weirdly enough, they didn't seem to care either, which is weird. They just kept picking them off, and they were just like, "Yeah, yeah." Tuscan Raiders just hate dragons and, and Anakin. They got a picture of both, <laughs> like a wanted. I'm not a huge Anakin fan either. Um, uh, uh, you would have been if you were a Tuscan Raider. Yeah. Uh, the only information for directors I could find was that Dave Filoni is doing episode five. Okay. So I they would guess. Find this out. I would guess next episode we go to the water planet, and I don't think we're going to see Gina Carano or Carl Weathers there. Episode after that, likely we go to maybe. Well, I think because my my thought process is maybe episode after that we either go back to the forest planet or um, we I don't know we we do something else for an episode. Then we do the Ahsoka stuff in Dave Filoni's episode, and we get Sabine and Ahsoka. And then maybe after that, we catch back up with with um, Gina Carano, Carl Weathers, and Moff Gideon and all of that. Uh, oh, I just, gosh. And Sloane's doing five. Guess. Yeah, he's doing five. So there's three episodes after that. So I, I kind of think maybe, I, 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 I don't know. Last time I tried to make a prediction, I was totally wrong. Uh, <laughs> but, but Oh, don't I, be shy. Go for it. <laughs> maybe the back half of the season will be the... Uh, the actual Mandalorian stuff that I'm looking forward to so much. Um, uh, but yeah. A really I, serious question before we wrap this up. What do you think a frog yeah. omelette tastes like? <laughs> <laughs> frog legs. Uh, Baby Yoda's the only one who frog knows. Legs. True, true. Baby Yoda knows. Well, it's frog legs taste like chicken. I would imagine a frog egg <laughs> might be not too far cry from a chicken egg. It's only one no. letter away, so it could only be one taste bud away. Find out there's next no, time on the Mandalorian. Only, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if only we got previews for the next episode, they would have to include that line. Yes. I love those bits in our shows. Yeah. You bring that. Uh, I need to wrap this up, but you bring that up, and now I need to uh, comment on it. I hate previews for next episodes. Me too. I I don't want to watch like like whenever I was when I watched Agents of Shield. Whenever it would be like, uh, yeah. Next time on Agents of Shield, I'd walk out of the room. I'd be like, no, I don't want to know what's coming next. I just want because like I I love trailers for movies because it's so far away. I want some stuff, but it's like yeah. if it's like it's gonna air next week, I can. I can wait a week, but yeah. I get that people really like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, in there's a that to do coming next on Agents of Shield because nobody would have known what was coming next otherwise on that show. Yeah. But I digress. 
Sorry, Laura, I always no. I was just gonna say, I always the the trailers that we got for Star Wars Rebels when it was airing uh, have will always have a warm place in my heart. That was like kind of what drew me to Star Wars Twitter. That like okay. interaction of like, oh, everybody mm-hmm. like sees that there's a private video on Lucasfilm or on Star Wars <laughs> chan- YouTube <laughs> yeah. channel. We know that it's the Star Wars yeah. Rebels preview, and so we'd all just be sitting there and waiting. And then it was yeah. it would get posted, and then everybody got to you know, everyone would be speculating about what we were going to see, what we were going to see, what was going to happen, all that kind of stuff. And that was, so that was like, that was part of the fun for me um, and really part of like kind of building my community in, in the Star Wars mm-hmm. fandom. So that, that'll always have a warm place in my heart. It just adds a little bit more opportunities for interaction um, and positive interaction at that. So I do miss that component yeah. and wish that we got, I don't know, something. Even Star Wars Rebels did the mid-season premieres. Like, if we yeah. got one for, like, four through eight, because I have a feeling that a lot of the trailer content that we saw... I mean, we can see... We know now that a lot of it was from episode one of, yeah. of season two. So I'll be curious to see where they're pulling content from. I think there was a decent amount from this episode, too. Um, yeah. Yeah. But if that's yeah. all we get, that's all we get. Yeah. Give, give them the option. Put the Put the previews out there so people can watch them if they want to, and angry people like me can go nah, nah. Um, you have to pay an extra it... pound or dollar for Disney Plus <laughs> and you it's don't on that get same, uh... the preview done oh, oh I, I have to pay an extra one to not watch it you're the one who doesn't want it <laughs> that's fair that's you know what fair enough Shut fair up. enough um, <laughs> does anybody else have anything from the episode before we wrap this up um, <laughs> Um, uh, the episode was written by John Favreau, uh, directed yes. by Peyton Reed, but John Favreau was our writer for this, which was, I don't know, in- an interesting uh, component for me when I saw that. I guess he's writing most of the episodes this season, like yes. maybe all but two. Um, I, think all, so, yeah. I think all but one. I don't think Dave wrote this. Se- oh, he did. He did write his season or his okay. episode. So uh, Dave wrote his episode and it looks like rick family you wrote an episode so i would assume that's going to be the one he directs oh yeah okay i remember hearing that <clears throat> um yeah, so I'm glad to see him come back he's one of the best last season oh, his episode. so good um but yeah wade Laura, anything else about the episode uh just one more quick thing i have in the in this episode especially um i'm seeing small hints of of um of dark tendencies that I think are going to start to come out of baby Yoda as the show progresses. I don't know how the show is going to juggle the morality of that because they, you know, cute baby Yoda is the big draw, but if they want to make the turn of, Oh, maybe he's not so cute and cuddly. I don't know how the show is going to balance that on like a kind of marketing standpoint, you know, cause if he baby Yoda starts eating, you know, fully grown people and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird oh, that, that I'm here enough. for that? I would watch <laughs> <that>. <laughs> not at all. Um, wait, I was really worried as soon as you were talking about Baby Yoda. I was like, don't bring up the Palpatine thing, don't bring up the Palpatine thing. No, um, I stand by that, dude. Totally, um, totally. 100%, I think you're wrong, and I think I'm right, and I think in the end, I'm gonna you know be. Right. I, I almost hope that you are because that is the craziest thing. You said, wait, wait, why don't you really quickly, what's your theory about Baby Yoda and Palpatine? Okay, well, the Baby Yoda, and they're looking for Baby Yoda, and the cloners are looking for Baby Yoda, and and, and, and they're obviously interested in his Force ability. Um, given the timeline and everything, and what and, and Palpatine returning and all that kind of shit, and, the, and, and, and all the, the cloning and whatnot, in my mind, 
obviously at this point in time in the storyline, they're looking for baby Yoda because they're having trouble or, or something like Palpatine with cloning Palpatine. So they need baby Yoda's force or whatever his metachlorians is what I've they're thought called. about this. There's one reason they won't do that. Process of Palpatine. So I stand by that 100%. It's a great, <laughs> it's a great theory. Do we really think they're going to do uh, then start Disney are not going to do space stem cells because that's what that is. That's that's baby Yoda stem cell research. The palpit you you can't you can't slippery slope. It's, Dude, Anakin they can do that with baby Yoda. Come on. Well, so that's my that's my counter argument too in terms of like if they're going to take baby Yoda to a dark side component. We've seen almost every single like light side force user go through that right. phase. So I think it makes total sense that we'll see, we would see Baby Yoda go through that too at some point, to some degree, um, if we're not already seeing it. If it's necessarily going to be dark side, or do you think it's going to be like this whole nature versus nurture? Because, you know, he's just a, a child. If you've had a child, they want to that run around curious. and do things and, and, and do random things. There's no... I don't think it's necessarily going to be dark side. It's just going to be he's a a, a baby with these powers, so it could be dangerous whether he's dark light or not, you know? I don't know. It's going to be interesting how deep they get into the morality of it. I think that's a good point, because in this episode, when uh, when the Mandalorian drops that dude from the sky, um, Baby Yoda looks up at him, and he, like, snorts. Like, that's what the subtitle says, that he snorts. Like, he's laughing at this, yeah, this person. Yeah, so, like, I wonder if the Mandalorian's, like, uh, and great point for its choking Cara Dune last season was exactly. I wonder if the Mandalorian's ruthlessness is rubbing off on Baby Yoda in the same way that Baby Yoda's like cuteness and innocence is kind of making the Mandalorian a slightly wow. better person if they're Maybe affecting each other. Change in the end. Yeah. Um, I love that interpretation. Yeah. yeah, I think that's great. I just don't know how deep we're going to go down those roads in an eight episode, you know season of a disney is flushed over well i mean i, I hope gonna so, happen. But... what's gonna happen is they're gonna take the last season to hulu so that they can <laughs> can make it more adult and they're gonna take the last season to hulu and it's gonna end with the mandalorian having to kill baby yoda to stop him from becoming yeah powerful. blaster shot uh, right face <laughs> if they did that i'd riot i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to handle it um that's one theory deeply <laughs> <green>? <laughs> um <laughs> But yes, that was uh, chapter two. I'm sorry, I keep bringing us longer and longer, but there's so much to talk about with this show. I'm so excited for uh, chapter three. But yeah. for now, Laura, do you want to tell the folks where they can find you online? Sure, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at shutup underscore Laura. Uh, the show that I host with John Roca is on his YouTube channel. It's called The Jedi Way. You can go find that playlist. And then I also host a, pod a Star Wars podcast called Force Toast, a Star Wars happy hour with my friend Alice, where we drink wine and talk about Star Wars. Um, so go find all the links to that at Force Toast Pod on Twitter. Uh, Wade? 
Uh, y'all can find me on Twitter, jwade1134. That's a letter J, W-A-D-E, 1134. Uh, Dean and I both host uh, an SEN live after show called SEN After Live. Uh, I'm also on a Bachelor show with Sarah, which is uh, we're about to go live here in 20 minutes with the latest episode to uh, talk about Claire's disastrous uh, uh, clusterfuck of a season. That, uh, <laughs> that, thank God she's the fuck out of there. As a uh, Dean. And I'm Dean. You can find me on Twitter at Dean Lewis 2099 or in my kitchen putting pasta in my frog egg omelette. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. I do a bunch of podcasts. They're in my bio. Uh, This show, you can find this show and others on the Merc with Movie blog podcast feed, which can be located on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast. Uh, And you guys can also follow Merc with Movie blog on Twitter at Movie blog Merc. Thank you guys so much for watching, listening. We're live every Friday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern, talking about the latest episode. So join us next week for that. Laura, it was... Awesome to have you on. Hopefully you can come back at some point, whether it's this season or next season or whatever. Uh, It was a pleasure to have you. Uh, But until next time, guys, uh, I don't know. Should I be cheesy and be like, this is the way? Is that like, is that cheesy? (laughs) I think it's cheesy. We're going to be the only Mando show that's not saying it. Come on, guys. (laughs) That's true. We won't be going the way. Okay, yeah, this is the way. This is the way. <laughs> and everyone else is wrong. <laughs>